0: ready? Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Talkaholics podcast. This is Iman. This is Razia. And you were listening to the 17th episode. Um, We're reaching 20, Razia.
1: Which is nuts. Which is nuts. Well then. (laughs) And actually, this episode, not only is it very close to the 20th, but it's a very special one. Yes.
0: We have our first guest on this episode, Nawal Saleem, filmmaker and actress. Um, We have a really, really good conversation with her about her story and, um, you know, how... Her relationship with the arts and how she keeps coming back to that, and yeah. also her struggles being, you know, a hijabi Muslim woman, and um, you know, finding her space yeah. within the industry we've, as well.
1: We've known her for a while, mm-hmm. and I think we wanted her on the podcast kind of more than any other guest that we have thought of or we know can be featured on this, just because like her story, um, you know, it's an opportunity for you guys to hear about what she's about. Right? Mm-hmm. I think if we we have this platform to be able to provide stories and to get anybody to know. Who she is is like kind of a privilege for us. So definitely, it's um, it's really important
0: that we we have that representation and that we're able to um, open people people's eyes to Mm -hmm. you know other people um, in the industry. You know, because it's really important. And um, I hope that this podcast is good for. Other maybe young Muslim girls who are looking to become actresses or filmmakers, and then also people who aren't aware yeah, um, that of these people, are trying, of these people that are yeah, they're yeah. trying to come into this space and how important it is that we represent everybody yeah. in um, you know the arts. Yeah,
1: and then on top of her being such a like go getter and like being very talented, and you know she has a career going for her. She's also pretty funny. And, like I like no, it's like, hilarious. I love, yeah, <laughs> I love certain parts of this that I was like it. Honestly, it was like a really great podcast. I hope you guys like. Do please check her out on our check out our Instagram page. I'm pretty sure we're gonna feature her there. The picture is her tags. Anywhere to find her on social media. Again, yeah. her name is Noel Salim. Um. So yeah, guys. Like, I really hope you enjoy this conversation. It kind of goes to places that I really liked, and you get to really hear and enjoy her story. So yeah. If you have any questions, please check us out on uh, YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud,
0: Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email. <laughs> um, but definitely, like, you know, strap in. It's uh, it's not very long, but it's a bit of a long one, and it's an important one, I think. So, yeah. you know, make sure you guys are listening and you guys check it out, and we hope you guys enjoy as always. So uh, we'll talk to you guys on the next one.
2: Yeah. Session. Guys, can you Welcome to, uh, what's your podcast? Shopaholics.com. <laughs> Kick me off the show right now. I don't <laughs> even know the name of it. Hey, we're going to talk about Forever 21. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 21. Guys, your clothes don't fit me. I'm <laughs> yeah, sad. What happened? They're not meant for
0: curvy girls, let's be honest.
2: Thank no. you. But I'm pretty
0: sure like they just <clears throat> decreased their sizes. <gasps> okay, good.
2: I thought I was the only one. No,
0: for sure. Like, I'm not getting that big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, I don't think my hips are,
2: like, exploding yeah, either. it's
0: just it's like, a large is, like, a small. I
2: don't Yeah. Know, it's really bad. And you know what's so weird for pants? Like, I'll fit into a... No, I can... I don't fit into a 0X, and then I don't fit into an extra large. Like, extra large won't close, and so you go up, right? 0X, and 0X is, big. like, flowing. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to wear the same pair of pants for the rest of my life. Yeah.
1: Cause...
2: I find that Blue Note is really
1: good for... Yeah. Really? For perfect girl jeans? Yeah. Like in fact, I would have never. Yeah. Said, okay, have you never tried or is it
2: that not? i never tried. I feel tried. like I've tried it, like, but like. Wait, wait,
0: I think I have a pair of jeans, yeah. I
2: yeah. feel like I tried it when I was a teenager when I was also fat back then, too. <laughs> so, like, it just you never fit. Or yeah. maybe because back then the style was low-rise jeans. Mm. Oh, I and like Yeah, jeans. and I have, like, a muffin top, and so I was just like, I'm going to suffer forever. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I, I, can, I can truthfully say that they, actually, I think these okay. probably are. A lot of my jeans are blue and because I have oh. like, the, my hips do come out what do they call love handles? yeah or me right? too yeah. yeah so they we come out a so, lot yeah so, and I like it <laughs> we all got it I like wearing it like right up. yeah way. me too yeah, right, I, bring
2: it, I yeah. bring it up yeah okay so. and then you also feel have like i a infected, that like,
1: too or I get palazzo
2: from H&M yeah wait well, Plaza,
0: like the the, the Lucroy ones. Yeah.
2: Do you feel like that lo- it looks flattering? Because I'm too scared to wear. it. Because I'm also like really short, and yeah. so I feel like I look her, like a box. it works.
0: Different. It works fine because That's she's right. tall. Yeah. Right? So like, do you like those? Do I don't wear heels. Me, I have, yeah, I have to wear heels with them. If I don't wear okay. heels, with them, I just look like a, a like a box, like a Smurf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> oh my it's my like God. swapping me.
2: Yeah. No, I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a struggle.
1: Alrighty,
2: guys. Let's start. Yeah. <laughs> that was the intro. That's the ju- okay. I'm going home. Thanks.
1: No, but uh, we actually wanted Noal on this podcast for a long time. Yes. Stop.
2: And, and when we were we actually had like guests,
0: multiple conversations. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: like okay, Noal and then yeah. yeah, Noal and like after yeah. every other session. Um, but funny enough, I think you, key wanted to be on our
2: podcast, too. Yeah. So like, when you first launched fun. it, I was like, do I ask? Or is like, do you do that? Like, that's so embarrassing. Like, hey, can I, like, be a guest? But I'm like, am I even important? So I was just like, I'll just wait. They'll come through. <laughs> like, I know I actually really wanted to be on it. Yeah, which is so sweet. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm glad we did initiate the conversation that's happening. Yeah. yeah. So it's amazing. and. I think for a lot of the conversations Iman and I have on this podcast about, you know, being Muslim and in the arts, because we're both involved and interested, but, like, who better to interview? So, I think, so first of all, welcome to the podcast. Yes. I hope you're going to have your, a fun time here, but really quickly to get into it, I guess, did you want to very quickly just talk about your MFA and what, all the stuff you're doing recently? Or
2: Oh, my God, sure. Okay, so... My MFA. Do you want to know what project I'm doing right now or how I got to do my MFA? Like, how I got to this point in my life? We
0: can start. Okay, we can start. Let's start, let's start from the beginning. Yeah. yeah okay. So- oh, my God. I'm so excited.
2: That's 15 minutes of me talking. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, for... For the listeners, yeah. we've known you for quite some time. Yeah. I know Rozzy, I went to elementary school with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to high school, yeah. all of us together. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess we can start with your BA and also how you went into Greenlight Productions at okay. York. Okay. And then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. Okay.
2: So it all started when I was, I guess, in grade ten. So we're gonna actually start before that. So, um, that's when I realized I wanted to be an actress. And so when I got into grade twelve, I just thought, like, yeah, I'm gonna go into theater school. Like, I had this like dream that I was at theater school. I'm like it's a sign from God that's what I'm gonna do Um, and my family knew that I like drama and acting and I was doing all of that stuff in high school but when I got um, again to grade 12 and I'm applying I was like so yeah I'm gonna do acting and everybody died of course (laughs) they were like wait seriously and I was like yeah like this is what I want to do and they're like okay so If you want to be an actress, you can't be Muslim because you're going to have to take off your clothes. You're going to have to touch boys. You're going to have to do all of these kind of things. Um, And I was like, I don't think that's true. And I don't think anyone's going to put a gun to my head and force me to do anything I don't want to do. Um, But honestly, like, I'm such a pushover. I'm the youngest in my family. And I actually didn't apply to theater school at all. Um, I applied to English and professional writing, which my sister suggested to me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even want to do English either. Like, I wanted to do history and, like, whatever. Um, So I'm... I studied corporate communications. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Yeah? Like institutional communications? Okay. And technical writing. So basically, for those of you who don't know, it's like, basically, if you have an Ikea booklet and you open it up and you have to read the instructions, that's like my job in life. (laughs) It's just, I write those instructions. So it's this awful, boring thing that I started um, and I hated it. Um, And then I ended up getting really depressed about it. So in the summer after first year, literally in the middle of the night, I had an epiphany and I was like, why don't we showcase Muslim plays at York? Okay, so I was like, what's the big deal? I'm going to go to the MSA. Uh, They're going to be like, what a great idea, art and Muslims. uh, And they're going to help me out. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's so funny because I went to them and I mean, the viewers aren't going to see this, but do you have like an extra piece of paper lying around?
0: Uh, I can, like...
2: Okay, then it's fine. I can, like, act it out. Okay. Because that- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I had this, like... <laughs> <laughs> I had this proposal written out, and I was like, okay, so the MSA is going to have a subcommittee, and it's going to be for the arts, and it's going to be for performance art and putting on plays. Um, And right before I met with the VP of the MSA, I, I kind of actually told myself in my head, I'm like, if it doesn't work out, then just do it on your own. Right. So I go, and I meet this girl, and I was like, hi, so this is my proposal, um, and I hand it to her, so pretend you're handing me a paper. She goes, okay, so we've thought about it. Uh, so <laughs> oh basically, now, like, Did to describe it yeah, it, yeah, so she she took the paper, and she just put it to the side, and I'm like, she didn't look at my proposal. I typed it out, printed it. Um, what a waste of paper, and she was just basically saying, like, oh, you know, uh, I don't think the MSA wants to do this right now. Um, So I was like... not shocked. Yeah, especially... um, I won't say which institution (laughs) I went to. um, But it might come up. But, like, they tend to be much more strict anyways. So I was like, okay. And then I just kind of decided for myself. I'm like, forget it. I'll do it myself. Um, And it's funny because I went and I spoke to, like, the theater manager at York. And to put on a play in a theater... um, Oh, I just said which institution (coughs) I go to. It's York. (laughs) (laughs) I can't afford a lawsuit. Okay. (laughs) Um... But yeah, it costs like eight thousand right. dollars. Wow, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like I can't even raise that much money. Like uh, and like the YFS, so like the student union would max give me eight hundred dollars. Like right. eight. Like it's just I couldn't do it. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm like okay, you can't put on plays, right? So what can I do? Um, and so. I decided, uh, yep, to create Greenlight Productions. It was a Muslim drama club. And so, what we did was, every two weeks, we would have open mic nights. And then, in these open mic nights, we would, if you wanted to put on a skit, you can do that. If you want to read a short story, a lot of people like to do spoken word. Um, and we just kind of found a classroom and performed and did it like that. Um, and then, I put on a screenwriting workshop for two years and then one year i had a filmmaking workshop and then at the end of every year we had a film showcase um which is just us making like cute yeah. videos and putting it on our facebook page so it wasn't anything legit so that was green light productions um and I did that for three years. Actually, all by myself. This is kind of illegal and you're not allowed to do this, but you're supposed to have an executive team and a, and a VP and a president. And I totally faked it for three years. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I was the president. And my best friend was a VP, so she would just sign off on everything. And then for, like, the exec team, I would just write my friends, but they wouldn't help out. Like, it was literally me for three years, like, right. planning all these wow. events. Yeah. yeah, and it was quite hectic. Um, so so that was Greenlight. Um, and then I get to um, – Okay, so I get to my fourth year and I'm still studying English and professional writing, institutional communications. I hate it. Um, and, and then I have this club that's doing really well and I end up getting, um, I end up getting sick again. Uh, and, uh, how do I explain this? (laughs) So, um, I end up going through, um, essentially depression uh over my future and i'm trying to decide like okay if i graduate and i have this degree i'm going to work in a cubicle forever but yeah. i have this really great club and it's doing really well right so like why can't i just go into the arts like how am i going to figure this out yeah. um and my mom saw me kind of go through this and she one day was just like you know what like if you want to do drama or film or acting i don't care what you have to do just just be alive and be healthy and be happy and um you know that's what matters Mm -hmm. so i was like okay great um and then i decided that once i graduate i am gonna continue school um and so i applied to theater school and Mm -hmm. then i applied to film school so i end up going to the theater school audition in january as people do and you know i walk in and it's like a sea of white kids, right? And I laughed to myself. I was I remember like,
1: remember this whole story because you could, I remember after like green light production sessions or whatever, you would say like, oh, so this and this happened. And then yeah. like, this story that you're going to tell. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah I so so I go to this um, theater school audition and I like laugh to myself. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to stand out because, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm brown. But like, I mean, am I really brown? I'm light-skinned. <laughs> but, you know, I'm thinking like, yeah, I have a chance against these kids. Um, and then you go through the process and you're like, oh, my God, I don't have a chance because every single kid that was there, first of all, their parent was there. My parent wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I'm 21, I don't know. But even if I wasn't 21, my mom or dad wouldn't be there. So they had their uh, parents there. They had professional headshots. I took my headshot in, like, an office with a black wall, like, really just not professional. Um, and they were really talented. Yeah. Um, And it's like, you know, it's such a cliche and it's so fake and don't believe people who tell you that like passion prevails all and talent just is something you're born with. It's not true. It's something that's cultivated. It's something that happens through practice and through support. And I just didn't have that. And so I totally failed this um, theater school audition. And I get into film school and I think to myself like, oh, what's the big deal, right? How much different different is acting in film, right? (laughs) And it's like the biggest difference ever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like once in front of the camera and then all of the entire world outside of the camera. Um, So I get into film school and um, now at this point, I was like, great, I still want to act. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take acting classes um, while I'm in film school. And then so I'm what 23 at this point, 22, 23. That's when I actually decided for myself that I wanted to wear a hijab. So I never wore a hijab my entire life. and. I decided to wear it because when I got into film school, again, sea of white kids, maybe like 10 brown kids. And for me, um, I just felt like it was really important for people to identify me as a Muslim woman in that space. Like I wanted you to be able to look at me and be like, that's a Muslim person sitting at that table doing that work, Mm -hmm. Um, just so that it could be maybe inspiring for someone else to kind of do that. but then another world of problems comes up when you wear a hijab. So I'm taking acting classes. Like the first couple of acting classes I took without my hijab and then I started wearing it. Yeah, so I go to an acting class and I have the same teacher three times. It's this white lady. And twice in two different classes, she asked me if I could take off my hijab to play no, a role. No. Yeah.
0: You know, we were we were just talking about this. We were like, when the walk comes, we're going to have a conversation about how um, when you go into acting, if. People expect you to t- do something when you wear hijab. Mm. Are they gonna expect you to kind of like step away from your faith to perform certain roles? Yeah, like, like yeah. the demands. Yeah, like, while yeah. Not trying to sacrifice your faith. For,
2: like, yeah, or yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So we can get into that. Yeah. But in this situation, it was so like not necessary to Like it's Just
1: like nonchalant about it, just outright.
2: Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, yeah so. Can you maybe? Yeah. Like okay, the first time was like we're doing these like practice things in class it's not even a performance it's just like workshopping a scene and the scene was like after I'm getting my hair colored and my hair is drying so essentially I should have a towel on my head right. but like she was like do you think you can take it off and I was like no <laughs> first of all it's not even a performance so like what am I doing like I don't even need to like first of all it was also a period piece like do you want me to come in in a corset like what like why do you need me to do it and then the second time around this is the part that was the most frustrating, but. The second time around, um, she's telling me about this character. So let me tell you this character, okay? It's this girl who, um, basically, um, she has premarital sex. She gets pregnant, and her family forces her to marry the guy that impregnates her, okay? Mm -hmm. And so as a result, she starts to act out. Uh, She goes to a bar. She meets a guy, blah, blah, blah. Um, And so the scene, the first scene is she's just sitting at a bar, um, literally on the opposite end of a bar, and she's talking to a guy that's it right um and so this instructor is explaining she's like you know i understand anyone can play anything and that's like the thing right now but like i just yeah right and she's like i just feel like i just feel like like this character wouldn't be religious you know because of all of the things that she's been through and i don't know i was just wondering if you could you know take it off like what do you want to do yeah wow so okay. two things at first i was like okay if the hijab right. is such a problem like yeah. i can wear a hoodie yeah. there's that yeah. second of all let me tell you, this story okay is the most ethnic thing that I've ever heard in my life. Like yes. that's, that is so true. You know, I was waiting for. It. I was like, yeah. Is, is it is this is a is this
1: brown a, girl at the n- beginning? Uh,
2: no, like, it's like, like a Bollywood movie, right? <laughs> exactly. Which communities are gonna hide a, a premarital baby? A religious community or an ethnic community? Yeah, no, I was
1: gonna say, more right? Who's gonna force the marriage That, that too, that too. It just sounds so
2: ethnic, and she was just like, I don't see her being religious. It's not about religiosity or praying and getting through that. It's like which community 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 would go through this like what this is apparently reserved for white people I didn't know and I was just like and then I was and I I remember telling this story to so many people and that would be like that sounds so much more interesting to see a Muslim person go through a very difficult complex situation like that and I was like yeah exactly um so those two situations happened in acting school and then I'm in film school And uh, for me, like, it's a priority um, when I'm making my films to have Muslims in it, right? Because I'm like, I'm Muslim, so I want to see that representation as an actress. Um, But, like, the white kids didn't understand that. So when they made films about diversity, it was all like, let's hold hands with the white person and a black Uh, person and a brown person. And, like, it was just really offensive because, like, you think that you're being all cutesy and elementary, but it's like, that's offensive. Like, I don't want to hold hands with a white person, straight up. Sorry, (laughs) I don't want to do it. So I'm like, this is so, like... Ugh. so I just got really frustrated um with acting school and I got really frustrated with film school and so I wanted to quit right I was like I never want to be an artist again um but I wanted to quit with dignity so I decided to switch from a BFA to an MFA mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was like I could have gotten a certificate but I was like no, no no like let me just bang it out in two years I'll get a master's I can make my mom proud I'll, I'll go into documentary media I'll make a film about like do you know what whirling derivatives are? Like those spinning Sufi dancers? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, I was yeah. like, I'll make a documentary about them and then I'll graduate, never become an artist, work in a cubicle, have 19 kids and I'm done, right? Like that was like, I'm like so frustrated at this my point. Okay. That's my dream. That's my dream is 19 kids after uh, film school. <laughs> Okay. So then, um, I get into documentary film and then, you know, I'm obviously reflecting on my life and all of the things that got me to this point point, all of the barriers. And I just think to myself like, okay, you know what? I think, I think it's important to talk about my story and there's something to reflect on the fact that I'm having such a hard time trying to become an actress when my white counterpart won't be able to have that kind of difficulty. So for my thesis, um, if you're doing an MFA, you have to create a piece of art. Um, and so you can make film, photo, and installation. I obviously made a film. And so I'm making a documentary film now about me kind of documenting my journey to yeah. try to become an actress. And there's many ways that I'm doing it, but one of the ways is that I'm comparing my journey to a white girl and then a Muslim girl who doesn't wear a hijab. Um,
1: oh, in the, in the entire documentary itself? Yeah. Okay, cool. And oh, like
2: oh. you would think, um, without giving it away, like, you know, I think it really can, conf- I think it's, it's just interesting to see um what the outcome is I mean I know what it is um but yeah like I got an agent yeah and I wouldn't yeah. have gotten it if I didn't do this thing right I was like oh let me tr- what the hey and it's so <laughs> what
0: <the> it's,
2: <laughs> it's so funny that I yeah. wanted to quit like yeah. this came from me wanting to quit and yeah. now I'm like finally doing what I love and it's yeah. like which so is, insane. Which
1: is so awesome when you, like, send over the message initially about, like, not only your, your thesis, first of all. Yeah, you, but the
0: fact that you were able to get an agent. Yeah. And that's, like, really big news. First of all, this is, like, official, exclusive news. <laughs> I know. I podcast. haven't told anyone. Yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> is really exciting first, for you. Literally. Yeah.
1: Um, but, like, just even, like, going back to the, the intent of your thesis, mm-hmm. like, I thought I, I thought it's so important that you, I think it's hard to find people in film who are in positions of making film and whatever that they would give the chance to a Muslim woman And feature them as being the topic of that that film. So, the fact that you are doing an MFA right now, you gave yourself the opportunity exactly. to be showcased in the documentary, which I think is probably the smartest approach. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting yeah, to yeah. Wait for someone to give you the chance. They're yeah. like, nah, I'm going to yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. I got yeah. a camera. I can do it. Right. Yeah. So, and I, I didn't know that that part of like you're comparing it to other people. Yeah. yeah. You're going down the road and stuff. So, that's yeah. amazing. But yeah. Uh, so, how is like the whole agent thing working out right
2: now? Is it like. Oh my God. How, okay. Um that
1: experience like?
2: Um, so where do I start with that so the reason why I actually just didn't reveal it yet is because like I I want to get a rule before I can tell people like it would be really embarrassing that I'm like hey guys got an agent they're like where's Noelle I don't see her in a commercial like I don't see her in a tv show so that's been um a little difficult um I'm currently going through this like existential crisis though because yeah I did get an agent and he was very well aware that like okay maybe you don't have as as much experience as like the white people on my roster um but like okay so for example I went to an acting class um and it was a one-day workshop and it was about you know going to an audition and like what that experience was like and honestly guys I paid $200 just for the instructor to tell me like what I see here is a person who's really nervous and really inexperienced. And I was like, I gave you my resume before I did this. Like, why, like, why did I pay $200 for you to tell me I'm inexperienced? Like, it's so, first of all, that was really embarrassing because she kind of said it in front of everyone. But then I get really, like, afraid, right? Like, people want to give you opportunities because especially now people are saying it. They're like, we'd rather pick, like, a person of color over a white person now. But it's, like, also, like,
1: but I think that's, like, the, it, the purpose of a workshop like that should essentially be occur- encouraging to be, like, yeah. let me give you practical ways that you can approach an audition. Exactly. Yeah. So, but instead of going, let me just tell you something, like, that...
2: That, like, I already know. And it's funny, <laughs> I can't... your
1: insecurities a second. Like, it's exactly. Not gonna,
2: yeah. And I, like, I went home and I just, I literally cried myself to sleep because I thought, oh, my God, like, what if I'm a fraud? Like, like, what if I did this entire thing? I started Greenlight. I made this film. I got an agent and I've just tricked everyone. Like, what if I'm not talented, right? Yeah. And like, people are like, we want to give you opportunities. And my biggest fear is like, I get it. And people are like, oh, yeah, like we wanted all this for diversity and she can't even act. And it's like, that's what I'm feeling like these days of like, yeah. oh, my God, like I have to impress my agent. I have to impress now the world. Yeah. And it's just like, again, going back to like the structural issues, like, yeah. I don't have as much talent as like some kid who went to theater school.
1: But here's the thing. So, just a segue very quickly. Though I think something that should consistently be something that you, whenever you have set, like those senses of self doubt, look at the freaking scholarship that you just got from math yeah. yeah. Which I understand is the coming from a, a Muslim organization. So Muslims, sorry, was it Muslim? Yeah,
2: awards for excellence. Yeah, Muslims so. Awards so for math Short
1: for short, and um, recently actually Nawal. I think about a month back or a few weeks back. I
2: think so, yeah. about a, month a scholarship ago. Yeah.
1: for film and TV. Yes. Um, yes. The Selma
0: and Jilani Wani scholarship for film and TV. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and Which is amazing. Thank and you. I saw that the little live stream thing of oh, you, yeah. you being featured on stage and everything. And so there's, there's that and then that's definitely encouraging and I'm glad that there's organizations out there. But if there's anything to remind you of how important it is to have someone like you in that space, in film and TV, in dramatic arts. Yeah. Because I would say it's like a dry desert right now. I, there's yeah. literally no one. <laughs> right? And if anybody's in, going into film, I find it's going to the producer, like, mm-hmm. more executive level mm-hmm. stuff. Actually, that's true, yeah. But I, I would say, like, but the route you're taking and making yourself the kind of lead person, the re- lead roles. like, yeah. I, I know you wouldn't take on, like, the token Muslim person in okay. us. Yeah. <laughs> or anything, like, you would want, <laughs> like, you would want to be... You know, there's no reason why you couldn't lead a film that way. I don't think, like, I think that that should be like your 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 point of encouragement there, right? Mm-hmm. Because I yeah. it's like, forget that the industry is looking for colored people at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's our communities. Our, yeah, that yeah, like, exactly. Media representation is important, is of value, and we'll find people like you and say, go for it. Like, right? yeah. So, and I think, like, especially like recently, just seeing the scholarship, hearing about your thesis, and like. I saw that you were fe- featured on Sisters Project mm. 2, which was like mm-hmm. a, a brief clip on CBC that happened also recently, for me yeah. interested. Um, but I think the movement has been slow so far, but it's moving, is mm-hmm. the point right Yeah. yeah. So that, that's phenomenal and very exciting to see, to be honest. Um, but I think one thing that we wanted to ask very quickly, <laughs> question um just to get into a, a few pop culture items because i know that i mean you're you're in filming tv yeah and we talk about music a lot from before oh yes and with like Greenlight productions and stuff yeah is there like i don't think i've ever asked you this but like what is like your favorite movie period like,
2: oh my favorite oh no oh my god i say that because i watch so many films it's funny <laughs> right because i'm such an artist like if you were to ask me what my hobby is it's watching films. Like, ew, I hate myself. Um, like, uh, like, do I, like, You're in the right film, yeah, man. exactly. I know, but it's like, it should be like skipping. I don't know, running. Skipping. <laughs> you know, or like petting what? dogs. I don't know. Like, Put that on your skipping.
0: Skipping. skipping.
2: You can actually do Girl, that. that.
1: <laughs> I do.
2: you know I can do it. Uh. Yo, that's hard. Um, my favorite movie. Oh my God, do
0: I have? I have, Wait, I'll like,
2: give you top three. Top three? Oh, my God. I think that made it harder. Yeah. <laughs> I can give you, like, uh, genres that I really like. Sure. So I love horror um, a lot. Um, What do I, like... Oh, I don't want to say international films. Why
1: not? But, Why not? Because it's not technically a genre. Well, it's a oh, white person what? way of saying, you know, we'll
2: like... You life. know? um, Maybe... Okay. What can I... Okay, uh... <laughs> I'm freaking out. Um...
1: I know that you watched that, that one horror film, I don't remember the name of it exactly, but I think it's in a film, with a woman, like, it's a woman who wears, she's Muslim, mm-hmm. and she wears, like, kind of a cloak, and not know why all together. Yeah. But she's kind of... Oh, she haunts the streets of like the small neighborhood. I, I remember because it it's like specifically black and red, the entire film.
2: Oh, I know. Uh, a Girl Who Walks Home Alone at Night. I think it's that. Yeah, way. it's a vampire film that's like based in Iran, which. Wow. <laughs> yeah, which is really interesting. Can I just say, like, on an aside? Okay. So <laughs> I have this thing, okay? Um,. When I was, like, pitching my film to, uh, like, my thesis, I keep talking about how there's a lack of representations of Muslims in North America. And I have this one professor who's so adamant about telling me to watch world cinema, right? She's just like... But what about Irani films? They have hijabis there, and there's not a problem. And I'm like, first of all, Iran is not a secular country, one. But second of all, this is the artistic equivalent of you saying, if you don't like North American films, go back to your country and yeah, watch those exactly. kind of films. And it makes me so angry. So there's no disrespect to Irani films. I love them. They're great. But I'm in North America, and I want to make an impact here. And there's no... like. It makes me, like you don't see enough Indians why don't you just watch Bollywood like wow. mm, that's like the, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I feel yeah, when yeah. I hear Muslims say like not Muslims when I see, hear other people say like you don't see representation what about that one Irani film like okay thanks but also I'm not Irani either so like there's where's the relatability um but yeah that's what I hate it's annoying um I could give recommendations of like films like like what do I like on Netflix right now for example uh, is it still there so, for Indian cinema, um, I really liked Masan. If you guys heard of it, it's basically... Ugh, I don't want to give it away. I, don't
0: think Do I've you? Ever, I, I love Bollywood. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> okay, love, good.
2: But I, don't I didn't know I've that.
0: I love Bollywood movies. Okay, yeah. and also
2: because that's not Bollywood, it's more contemporary. Yeah. Um, that's why. Um, there's Bombay Talkies, which is more of like an anthology kind of film where four um, filmmakers come together. Sacred Games is really good as well. Bollywood films. Um, I like so many. Um. <laughs> Uh, Mon Marzian just came out in um well it just came out yeah and it was in TIFFs and that's kind of Bollywoodish too so you would have to look for that. Yeah. Um, uh, aside from Bollywood, I just saw the haunting of Hill House. Oh okay. That was I'm not really a good. Fan, but... Yeah. <laughs> you say you're not a fan. I'm not a horror fan. Oh okay, but... that's why. Okay. Yeah, uh I'm yeah, I watched fans. the first episode. I was like eh, and then I got through it and I was like ooh okay and then I love American Horror Story as well. Mm. Um. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I like all of them.
0: Have you seen any good films that came out of the theater recently?
2: Oh my god, so funny because the last somebody else also asked me this too. The last time I saw anything in the theater was actually at TIFF, so technically it's not like the theater, right? Yeah. What did you watch? Oh, okay. So I watched um, mantu <laughs> It's an Indian film. It's contemporary. It's about like the, uh, it's about this poet who like lived in India, then had to go to Pakistan because of everything that they were dealing with after the partition and the British rule, blah, blah. So great. Um, I watched this film called Angelo, oh, it's so creepy and (laughs) I'm really like confused about what I saw. And It was very art house, um, but it was about uh, a slave in Vienna who lived in like an aristocrat's house and like the things that he went through there. I saw The Wedding Guest with Dave Patel and Radhika Apte, and...
1: Interesting.
2: <laughs> very interesting. The film was awful. Nobody see it. Um, <laughs> but second, I saw Radhika Apte, and she was, like, literally sitting outside the theater, and I, like, went up to her, Whoa. and I was like, hi, because I love her, right? So I was like, hi, I'm such a huge fan. And it's really interesting because, like, she was sitting, like, away from me, and, like, I was like, hi, and she literally was like, Hi. Like, she didn't even turn around. She didn't get up. She didn't shake my hand. And I was like...
0: Oh, oh. that's so disappointing. Uh, I, even, like, I, I love you Because I was
2: like, you're so talented. And But, like, she was just, like, looking at me like, okay. And then I was like, I'm going to go see your film. And then she cracked, like, a small smile. she's like, okay, enjoy. And I was like... <laughs> and then the <laughs> film turned out to be awful. Okay. Oh, like, is this you're like, mm. uh, so, my life is over, basically. <laughs> um <laughs> that's why you shouldn't have... Like, I don't know. Um... <laughs> The Wedding Guest and then Man Marzia or um, Husband Material by Anurag geshap who's a di- really great director. And that's basically, it was very young and contemporary, but about, you know, you know when you like that guy and he's bad for you <laughs> and you guys keep promising you're going to get married and then like you just never do. And then she gets an arranged marriage and blah, blah. It's, but then like the arranged marriage, she's just like, wow, this is actually good. But then it's not, I don't know, but it was great. Yeah. Um, so that's what I saw. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In, in no tv shows netflix is not feeding you any that like,
2: good stuff either oh my god no except for the haunting of hill house that i saw recently you know what i saw like for example like dear white people uh, i like the first season better than the second i saw 13 really? reasons why yeah like the I first season better than I second i didn't watch the second
0: season of 13 reasons why because i felt so problematic about the first <laughs> i know right
2: yeah the second one was kind of boring i was like eh, yeah i really hope they don't have a third um yeah oh uh wild wild country it's a documentary TV them, show. Never, if you saw it, it would blow your mind. It's basically about, like, <laughs> honestly, this, like, Indian guru who, like, tricks a bunch of white people. <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> um, and they call him, like, Bhagwan. And I'm like, wow, you guys are so dumb. But it's really intense. So, yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Did you so quick?
1: Like, quickly, because you mentioned, you like American Horror Story? Do you ever watch American Crime Story? I haven't. Is, but I know, like,
2: the second season with the poop emoji. Is that, like, no? What? Never mind. Is that <laughs> American Vandals or something? I think that would be something. Okay, okay. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> Netflix has so many do, things. This definitely watch it yeah? There's two. There's two that came
1: out. The one about the OJ case and the other one's about Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, the Versace assassin. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, I sh- and Oh. And some of FX. Yes, yes. Work. I forgot the, the director's name. You know
1: what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. It's the same Google, guy. So, yeah. Yeah. But his crimes, so I cuz I think I yeah, told you. Yeah, you told me about it. I still haven't watched it. I
0: know. I should. Oh my god. Okay. So there's that, but I
1: think Fair quickly before we wrap up. Um, I do think Iman has a yes. I know. Sorry, group. I was ranting. Oh, oh. no no. is oh Good. God. We love yeah. this.
0: <laughs> no, but you know what? Because we were because you know you're we're all into the arts and we're all into pop culture and everything. Yes. So I want to do like a little quick fun quiz
2: that oh we get scared. Okay. could do
0: so. Obviously, I'm like not part of the quiz because I know the answers. But okay. <laughs> um I'm just going to go, it's just an online quiz, and there's a lot of questions, so I'm just going to go through ones that I think aren't too easy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and aren't then you guys easy? can, you guys can fight for the answer. Oh, hey, okay. okay. I didn't know it was an Um. Okay, let's see. Let's start off with something easy. Okay, so first question. <clears throat> This group sings "Cake by the Ocean." Oh, um, it's the, the y- yeah. You are <laughs> correct, oh, uh, Razia. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, this movie was top at the box office in 2015. What's
2: 2015? It was three years ago? Oh my god. Yeah, my
0: memory's not that good. You, is there options there? No.
2: It's <laughs> uh, well, it, well, it's not Black Panther. It's not Gracie. Black Panther was
0: not that long. I know. To it's literally though. this year. <laughs> uh, uh, what the heck, Avengers? No, <laughs> um, it's Star Wars episode. Oh, um, I don't read Roman numerals, so I don't know. <laughs> the Force Awakens. Oh, okay, <laughs> Star one. Wars. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Chris Pratt starred in this movie. Uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Close oh, whatever. <laughs> okay. This remake of a 1984 movie stars a female cast. Including oh, Ghostbusters. Okay, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> <That is correct. laughs> like, but you, it's you know, right? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's too easy. I know. He sings the hit song. What do you mean?
2: Oh, um, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: The Biebs. Biebs. Um. He sings the new release. Can't stop the feeling. Well, it's not uh, new anymore. Is it for Pharrell? No. Uh, Justin
2: Timberlake. Yeah. J T. J T. Pharrell doesn't sing, does he? Pharrell? No. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. Doesn't. Oh my god. Not that
0: song, though. <laughs>
2: um. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm
0: thinking. Okay, I'm trying to look for. No, he. Okay. These are not new.
1: One of the okay he
0: hear. won I don't know if you guys look at this but okay he won the NBA MVP for the past two years I'm gonna m-
2: name any uh, Steph Curry you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's the only okay, one that exists, <laughs> you know. God. LeBron, LeBron James, no. Kobe. Oh, <laughs> that's so sad, guys. That's know. it. Tristan Thompson. I don't be Kyle know. Lowry, he's not one
0: of anything. He's on yeah. He's <laughs> nobody. That's happening. Okay. He created carpool karaoke. Oh, uh, what's his face? James Corden. There he is. You. Yes. Oh, this is bad. I look. I literally watched him
1: yesterday. Okay.
0: So this TV series featuring the Tanner family, which was originally created in the 1980s, made its way back to TV this Fuller past House? year with n- a new name, Fuller House. Yeah. Okay. Like, first was- of all,
2: long question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like <laughs> right away they gave you the answer. <laughs> I, don't know.
0: I was like modern family um, No. Tanner, yeah. This pop know. star, I don't know if this is recently, but this pop star split with Calvin Harris.
2: Oh, uh, Ellie Goulding? No. no?
1: Is
0: it Taylor that? Yeah. Oh my God,
2: that is so old. <laughs> yeah,
0: they yeah. said recent. This is not recent, yeah. my friends. Um, totally from This is the name. I don't. Think, who knows this? This is the name of the Obamas' dog. Oh wow.
2: Ah, uh, Charlie. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't. know. It's
0: Bo. <laughs> okay. Obama. Um, this just like fire singer's real name is Alicia Beth Moore like fire. Do you want me to sing it for you? Do you guys remember it how pop- goes? Okay, yo, your mom, chill it goes? Well, I can't really sing, so you know, go, for just, it. go uh, for it I don't like how you move that closer to it. me. It's completely
1: intimidating. It's just like fire.
0: I don't know the song. Oh now I know who.
2: Okay, but I don't know who, but I know the song. guys uh, who? Oh,
1: oh, uh, it's pink. It's yes, pink. it's pink. Oh Sorry, God. I don't
2: know how her name was
0: Alicia, Alicia Beth Moore. that's why like she chose pink. I know she's just it. like. Mm. Oh. <laughs> did
1: you watch The Greatest Showman? Sorry. That's I funny. haven't.
2: That's a, not Robert Pattinson, is it? No, <laughs> no I'm thinking about this. Right, no, it's been where. <laughs> I know this. It's um.
0: Well, he. It's you wouldn't
2: Edward.
1: think he
0: would be in a musical like this.
1: Except he did start his career in Broadway. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: But then he went through all that stuff, like, did. you know, the action-y stuff, and yeah, then... Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who it is, but I don't... Can
2: I give you a hint? Yeah. Wolverine. Oh, they're Hugh Jackman. Yeah. There you Whoa. go. I haven't seen it. Is it well, good? It's it's really really good. I want to see it. it. I <laughs> the
1: greatest showman. Okay, it's it's good because like the music's great. I think. Yeah. Like I'm very. Yeah. Painful. I love the song. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but the second yeah, I hear yeah, yeah. a one, because usually there's like six songs. Yeah. And like if the third song isn't good and there's no good choreography, I'm like I, I don't yeah. know completely. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm checking it's out. It's painful. But all the songs are really, really good. I love the music
0: in that. Oh, in that show, and, that movie. but
1: the thing is, is that if you do a little history, because the this, this movie's actually about a real person, mm. but someone who kind of started the whole circus, freak show, mm. like, aesthetic, or, like, even the, the entertainment form itself, he was the starter. <clears throat> but it's problematic because they don't really address directly what actually happened in the era, because he created um. that circus framework during when like black people were still seen as like you know oh. freaks themselves. Yeah, I didn't know so, that. So he in real life treated people horribly. Like oh my God. so Freak shows are like based on like yeah. taking people who are weird looking and are, mm-hmm. are actually disabled yeah. or like kind of challenged in some way yeah. and just kind of exploiting it yeah. because people love seeing that crap, right? Yeah. Um so I mean even though he get kind of, you could say he empowered those people, there's so many mm. stories of like him just literally treating these people like like I don't even want to go into because yeah. it's so it's really, really way too dark for this podcast. Yeah, but just reading on the Wikipedia, I yeah. went, "Oh my god, this is like a happy <laughs> musical!" And then I know this guy's actually the worst. Eh. Sounds oh, like man. a white people
2: thing. Yeah, <laughs> did you? Like, we're just gonna hide the racism, slavery, yeah. <laughs> abuse. And
1: because like even in the movie. You remember like the Zac Efron and it's not a spoiler the Zac Efron and Zendaya relationship like uh, in the and, movie well I didn't
0: watch it but I knew they were together yeah, Zendaya, <laughs> yeah.
1: like, th- like they are a couple in the movie and in the focus one of the themes is on like um they can acknowledge that at that time it's weird for those two people to mm. be together yeah and like they, they kind of show how awkward it is for like the Zac Efron character to kind of <clears throat> bring his shield down in public and just be okay with her and like whatever but, like, they make it sound so progressive because, like, oh. you know, you can imagine where that storyline goes. Mm-hmm. But really, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, it wouldn't have worked, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, It reminds me of American
2: Horror Story. Yeah? Because they have, like, a free show yeah, is one of their... Shows yeah, one. Yeah, it's my favorite. Is it my favorite? It's my second favorite, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which
2: one's their first? Uh, asylum.
1: Oh, okay. It's, it's... Is, that's... I, that sounds a, creepy. A, it there's is. <laughs> a, there's an actress in that that I really, really like, but I haven't really seen any of her work.
2: Is she old? Yeah. The... Jessica Lange?
1: Yeah, she she's the the black woman, right?
2: Oh, then no, uh, I know who you're talking about, but it's not her. She doesn't
1: look. She's like something like fifty six or something. She looks like she's an. I know who you're talking age. about. She's like really tall, beautiful.
2: I know she's. Uh, Do you know I know? I don't remember the name, but I know who it is because she's. Re- she was friend. in Black Panther. Iman.
1: She was in. She's uh, a mom. The, the mom one. Yeah. <laughs> she's a mom. She's a mom character.
2: Your laptop's Who's a mom. Been,
1: in, in, in Black Panther, she's like the mom
0: that... Uh, v- Vivian
2: something. She's
0: the... Oh, okay, well, Wait, I
2: feel like it's Vivian.
0: Oh, oh, the queen! Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, Vivian Tay... Vivian Taylor? Is that Wait, her name? Maybe your fox. Vivian... Vivian...
1: Viv- okay, well, that lady Anyways, yeah, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Right? Yeah, she's really
0: great, though. <laughs> Very cool.
1: Okay, right before we wrap up, I think one thing I want to end on, and one of the questions that actually we had lined up for you that we're both interested in hearing yes, about, please. is that what... What, at the end of the day, keeps bringing you back to the arts? I mean, you kind of mm. touched on it, yeah. like, at different points, where I think you are your happiest when you are in that world of acting, film, yeah. whatever. Um, and I think that's where you find your strengths and your passion. But, like, I guess because you make it so specific to not just acting, mm-hmm. but acting as a Muslim woman, like, yeah. what, what about that makes makes it so important that you continually go back into school? You continually, continue to go to auditions and you make stuff? in and around this topic like why oh my god
2: i'm gonna sound like such a muslim but i feel like it's almost like god just keeps bringing me back to it kind of thing because i'm i there's there has been so many times where i'm like okay you know what forget it and then it's just like i guess a part of me this is also so corny but sometimes i think about just like what if somebody else wants to do it and mm-hmm. it's just not fair like it's not fair that other people have it easier um and if i have to kind of take the brunt of like the forest or whatever you call it like if I have to just do it then to I'll break do it the door open, kind yeah of. and so somebody yeah. else can kind of do it and then and then it's like a two-way thing right like if I make it easier for someone else then they technically make it easier for me right because then it's just like when you're one person you're alone and you're kind of foreign then people have to try to understand you but when there's multiple people that are like you then they're like you're not a freak <laughs> or like oh we do understand who you are and we can write stories about your people um in your community, um, and so I think, really, essentially, it, it always kind of gets down to like, well, what if somebody else wanted to do this too, and it's not fair that they're having a hard time, mm. um, and I think that mixed with just God being like, nope, <laughs> like it's yeah. funny because even going back to like theater school, for example, grade twelve, yeah, I told myself I'm gonna apply to theater school. If I don't get in, I'm gonna essentially quit acting, and then I'm going to become a curator at a museum, right? And the thing is, I applied to English, which is not history, and it almost kind of feels like God was like... If I did end up going into history, I would have quit, like, quit acting. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. um, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting because it's like I always get these, like, really beautiful detours, which are unbeautiful. They're actually really painful and I cry a lot. Um, <laughs> but it, it I always just, I think the universe keeps bringing me yeah. back to it and it's insane and it's almost like, oh, okay, I guess I got to do it. I think that's such
1: a selfless approach to see it as, like, yes ultimately you're doing it because you have those personal goals but it is to ultimately help other people yeah you feel the same thing. so yeah. I, think, I think that's a great the intent there is amazing um,
0: definitely and you're i feel like you're like when we were younger yeah and we were thinking like i'm, I'm sure as a kid like i was telling razia even as a kid i was like oh i would like to be an actress but then there's always that thing like no one like me yeah is in acting so why would it yeah, you, you kind know, of get in
1: your head. You yeah, you're kind of like Yeah, that.
0: you're like, I mean, I can never make it there because yeah. no one is like me, so the yeah. industry doesn't accommodate me. Yeah. yeah, and then, but now we have people like you yeah. going into it, so that yeah, well, you know, kind of, I think, yeah.
1: and I think iman and I people. kind of align to like what you just said of like we not that you know starting a podcast is by any means mm-hmm. the same of yeah it takes to go to an audition as a Muslim woman, but it. I think for us highlights opportunities where we can showcase people like you and hopefully have a space where, um, you know, to have an audience that will come to us to f- learn about people like you. Right. Mm. Cause there's a no, I don't think there's an existing solid platform at this point, like what we're trying to start up mm-hmm. and, and continue that can showcase people like yourselves, Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like for us, super ideal to have you here and to hear your story and stuff so thank you very thank much thank you oh no problem um,
2: but Good. thank you right before we wrap up do you want to give yourself a little plug yeah where, where can, can they find, find you? you oh my god <laughs> it's so funny uh i just did a, like an audition for a commercial and they're like do you have instagram and i was like yes technically it's private though <laughs> and i feel like i should open it up Ugh. where can they find me even any of your work on youtube or any stuff like that oh i do have work on youtube um I guess, like, you'll tag my name into it, and then I have posts, like, that are public on my page of, like, my old work and stuff, and my documentary stuff, and just keep praying for me that I get an audition, because I (laughs) need it, and I'm, like, so scared that I'm not talented, but.
1: Yeah, for sure. If you guys are are, are interested to learn more about Nawal, again, like, we'll definitely tag Mm. you and have you featured on our Instagram page, so I'll link you to wherever she's looking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: And my film is coming out. It is. Like, it's actually coming out. So, it's June 2019 at DocNow. And yeah, it's free. It's super exciting! Yeah, and it's in Toronto. It's in Toronto downtown, Bloor Street. It's gonna be free. Anyone can come, oh, awesome. and you can see my <laughs> film. Okay, guys.
1: Yay! Now you know where to find her. All right, yeah. Thank you very
0: much, Nawal. Thank you for coming. Hey, thank you teacher. for talking and speaking with us. Having a, being Stop. our first guest. Amazing. Right. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Yes. Bye.